Welcome to my new Daily Dispatch. You know, I talk to real estate industry folks every day about the challenges they are facing at this unique moment in time. I want to share their insights with you, not just the problems, but also the solutions. Join me each day on the Daily Dispatch, and we can all figure this out together. Greetings, Inmanville. This is Brad, and I'm really lucky today to have a colleague and a friend, Teresa Boardman, the industry's almighty straight shooter, uh, who I love to death. Uh, how's it going, <laughs> Teresa? Where you at? I am in beautiful St. Paul, Minnesota, where it's actually too cold to even think about going outside. <laughs> yeah, you people in Minnesota are kind of prepared for this. You you certainly you know, face the elements, right? I, I was going to say, Brad, you know, it's not that unusual in, in February when we get that cold spell for most of us to stay inside most of the time. Um, you know, this, this isn't different. It's just going to be a little longer, I think. There you go. You know, Teresa Gang has some skills. She's a working realtor and she truly is embodies that but she's also a great writer yes i I also own a real estate company well you own a real estate yeah (laughs) yeah i know i don't mean to i didn't mean to discount that i just you always embody the spirit of that everyday working realtor so well yes and you're also a really good writer and you know it's it's a unique skill to be able to write and to sell real estate so you have, you know, I can write, not as well as you, but I can't sell real estate, so I've always been impressed by you. But first of all, how is your health? How's your family health? Is everybody okay? Uh, everybody's okay. We believe a family member may have had um, this virus like two weeks ago before it was even a thing. Um, that person is fully recovered. I haven't been in contact, um, you know, because they don't live in our house, but um other than that everybody is fine um some of the older folks are a little scared yeah it's uh it is scary right i mean it it tell me about your psyche are you scared are you afraid or what how do you um how do you go through the day different moods well for me i you know i'm actually maybe my my fear is is a little different i mean i'm i am in a high-risk group um i have really crappy medical insurance not very access to very good health care so i mean i'm almost of the mind that i don't know i mean if i got it i certainly wouldn't bother being tested and clogging up the hospital um you know i'm not all that sure i would seek medical attention under any circumstances so, you know, I'm kind of looking at it from a different point of view. Right now, I, I'm working on what I can do now, um, you know, for other people, for the family, um, you know, because, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. This morning I read about uh, Cuomo converting the Gravit, the Gravit Center uh, in New York City, which is a big convention center, mm-hmm. into a 1,000-bed medical hospital and I I just had to sit and pause like yeah. nothing in my lifetime I mean that that very concept somehow just a thousand people in that convention center a place where you go to the car show and real estate car show, the bookstore book shows and yep. that will be a hospital it just it gave me chills um yep and let me ask you this is not like anything you and I have ever seen right this is like stories from our parents yep. right 
No, no, this is not like anything that we've ever seen. And I don't think that, you know, I, I'm listening to people give advice. And, um, <laughs> you know, so far I'm not impressed. I mean, I understand the need. You know, people have questions. But, um, you know, I, I think this, this is a great time to start thinking outside the box. This is a great time to start sorting out what is important, what is an emergency, what is not an emergency. And, you know, it's almost, it's, it's a good time to pause and take a deep breath. Yeah, it seems like, one of the expressions I hate is this too will pass. And I'm like, oh, come on, it's, no. day, it's day to day, it's hour to hour. You please not yep. tell me it will yeah. pass. Let me, you, you, you said something that really was profound, powerful, and, and you do a lot. Uh, but this one really hit me. Uh, real estate is not an emergency. Um, I think I understand what you meant, but explain, and I think it was part of this noise in the community of real estate that we are all involved with, it, it kind of irritated you and you said this kind of dramatic, um, what is that, four-word declarative statement. What did you mean by that? Well, a couple of things. First of all, I, do, I too have clients. Um, I had a buyer back out that was going to buy one of my listings last week. And, um, you know, I talked to my sellers and technically they could have kept her earnest money, but we all know that that's not the right thing to do when somebody's going to be laid off. Um, so we worked it out um, and I sold the house again a couple of days late or a couple of hours later. So it's not that I'm not willing to go to the mat for my clients, but this idea that real estate is some how an emergency. I mean, sure, it is an emergency for the people living along the freeway in the tent camp. It's definitely an emergency for them. But some of the things I'm seeing out there um, has kind of kept me off the real estate uh, sites because everybody's all about, you know, what are we going to do to make money? You know, um, I totally get, I've got bills just like everybody else does. I'm sure I'm going to have to figure out how to make money just like during the Great Recession when there wasn't anybody there to help real estate agents. There was absolutely no help for us whatsoever. Um, I got through it somehow, managed to support my family, land on my feet. Um, but I, I just don't see that. Selling real estate right now is any kind of emergency. Uh, a rather large company in my area had all these instructions on how to hold an open house. Um, I can tell you, Brad, I've sold hundreds of houses without ever holding them open. I mean, it's not even a thing we need to do. Um, so I guess, I guess I'm finding it some of it. Um, and then you, I think, sent me a link to some messages from the National Association of Realtors that I just thought were... Wow. I mean, I'm seeing two things. I'm seeing a lot of tone deafness, um, and I'm seeing some, I mean, people kind of hanging on to how life was a week ago. <laughs> I don't know how practical that is right now. Yeah, it's. I mean, who would have thought February what, 7th that the stock market would be almost half of its value? Right. Who would have thought that... Yep. You know, we had 250 to 275,000 new jobs being created a month to, you know, we probably have that many or many more that have been lost just in the last month. I mean, it, it's, it's pretty dramatic. Let me ask you, the agents are independent. They don't have a lot of, you know, they're out there on their own. And there are communities and organizations and trade groups, but 
One of the other things you're really very, very um, upfront about and critical of is the real estate leader. Um, and you don't seem to have much faith in them. What should they be doing now? As someone from the rank and file of the industry, what, what do you expect from them? Or you just really not want them around? I, I think you said the other day, um, who would you rather have in, in a moment of isolation? A real estate leader or someone to make you uh, chicken broth and cornbread or something like that? I thought it was excellent. But your cynicism well, about our leaders, what do you expect of them Brad, now or Brad. just ignore them? Well, you know, okay, first of all, no offense to anybody out there whatsoever, but I, I haven't observed any leader in the real estate industry helping any, but me or anybody I know in any way that's meaningful. I mean, and I think my point was, is if you were stuck in quarantine, would you rather be stuck with somebody who's a leader or somebody who can make homemade soup and homemade bread? Um, today's is another great example. Somebody in our community, they need face masks really bad. <laughs> I have a sewing machine. I have fabric. I have a pattern. I've been down in my basement making face masks. Um, you know, I think, I think it's time to, to do a personal inventory of what kind of skills you have and how those skills could be put to use in the community. I mean, I would never dream of selling these face masks. But I wouldn't mind scoring a five-pound sack of flour because all the stores are out of them. And I think I know where I can trade the face mask wow, uh, like for that. some flour. I mean, I, I know that's weird and that seems way out there. But, you know, it really feels good to be able to do something. I mean, there, there's a hospital down the street. There's a nursing home down the street that isn't letting anybody in or out because they don't have face masks. Yeah. You, you know, know that's, got, that is I, a great, I, I love do that. getting back to bartering. It's like Burning Man or something. I love that. I I do think there's something to say for that. Um, I have some credit cards on my kitchen table laying there and some cash. And, you know, I'm isolating. I'm being really religious about this. And I look at it and I go, oh, this is useless right now. You know, it's not. Yeah. It, normally you go, oh, where's my credit card? Where's my money? Where am I going to do? Right. And now, now it just sits there like irrelevant, you know. Um, but, but the other thing, Brad, Brad, think about it. I mean, there's a lot of a whole lot of people out there waiting for somebody else to do something. Yeah. You know, and, and, and you know, you, you back to your question about leadership, you know, folks, <laughs> there isn't any help for this one. I mean, let's let's get real here. You know, we're, we're going to have to start thinking about what each of us can do to get through this, not looking for somebody that, oh, my God, a leader of an association I mean, they're a leader of an association because they've got a friend that recommended them. And we, we call it leadership skill when people have jobs where they get paid to tell other people what to do. That's pretty darn weak, you know? I mean, that's not what a leader is anyway. Well, now, see, there you got me going, Brad. No, I love it. That's what I, I, I love when you get fired up about these issues. And it, it, it's hard not, it's hard not to... Uh, to laugh when you you know you speak the truth on so many issues tell tell me what you um like day to day week to week like what are you going to do this week is just survival and try to be in service you said that you know making those masks being in service we should all find things we can do either with our hands or our brains i i tend to resort to journalism because it's the only thing i know how to do but that that's you know finding that that thing seems really important right now that that you can kind of get out of your own head you know mm -hmm. 
Well, it, it's not even remotely possible that I'll ever run out of things to do, whether I'm stuck at home or I'm outside. Um, so right now, I mean, I, I, I'm working on the, on the face masks. That's number one. Um, I usually start my garden inside this time of year, start planting things. I'll be working with that and helping some other people, two other people so far that don't really know how to do that. Um, helping them get started. I actually have a closet. I'm pretty excited about the idea of reorganizing and painting the inside of it. That's kind of my long-term go-to project if I don't have anything to do. I've been trying to write on the blog, um, but I've totally changed my material. Um, so it's just going to be completely different than what it's been in the past because, um, well, the past is gone. <laughs> so I, you know, I haven't resorted to watching, um, sitting around for hours watching Netflix or anything like that yet. Oh, and I've been having coffee with my daughter and some friends, um, setting up coffees in the morning and then we do it, you know, through, um, um, you Zoom. know, chat over the yeah. internet so yeah. that we can hear and or see each other. So I've got a whole bunch of coffee dates with people that I haven't talked to for a while, too, coming up next week. So stay and busy. And then, of course, there's cooking. You know, I mean, I'm cooking, and, and um, I'll be reaching out to my neighbors. I've already reached out to all my clients. But, I mean, I'm happy to cook if somebody needs that, you know. I, I, I just keep, I can't get out of my head. Would you rather have a real estate leader or a cook? I'd rather have a cook in, in my house. Well, but Brad, I'm listening to these people tell me that one of their biggest challenges being quarantined is that they have to cook two or three meals a day. Well, you don't have to cook two or three meal, meals a day. I mean, right. you, you can you can work around that by making some sandwiches or something. But, um, I, you know, the, <laughs> we're so spoiled, Brad. I mean, really, we're so spoiled. We got people that if they don't have a bottle of water, they freak. I mean, I did a little thing on my Facebook page where I demonstrated how I could fill up a bottle of water, and I still have a few gallons of water in my basement. I don't know why. I mean, because there's plenty of water coming out of the faucet. You don't need bleach wipes or disinfected wipes. You can use bleach. Read the directions on the bottle. There's plenty of bleach in the stores. Um, you know, the hoarding toilet paper, I don't have an answer for that. I'm certainly not hoarding any myself. But it's like people have forgotten how to do the simple, everyday things that we need to do to survive. Yeah. You know, and, and we might, for a while, we, you know, we might want to consider it is so much cheaper to cook at home, you know, than it is to eat out. And it's not hard to learn how to cook. There's tons and tons of YouTube videos out there. Yeah, that's, you know? that's it, it. It really is. There's all the resources are there. I when my kids were really little, we used cloth diapers, and I used to take them down yeah. the basin, put them in a bucket. Yep. It was gross. But yep. the other day, I was zipping off some paper towels, and I thought, "What are you doing?" Yeah. And I started yep. using dish rags, like my grandmother used to use, and wiping the yep. dishes with a dish rag. And uh, then I, you know, I had. Uh, I had soap for the dishes because I wash dishes. I find it, I don't use a washer. I never have, um, a, you know, a, a dishwasher. And for me, it's a little bit of something that I do as a ritual. And I noticed that the stuff they sell you in the store is so concentrated and you zip out, you know, half the bottle to wash a few dishes. So I just start filling it with water and soap. And they're just, you know, all these conservation things that, 
we've all been yeah. preaching, we never yeah. applied, and now suddenly you think about it, which I think is a really well, good thing. Yeah, and Brad, you know, you probably have some holy old t-shirts in your drawer, too. Guess what? They make excellent rags. They are awesome for taking your solution of uh, bleach or disinfectant in water and wiping something down. Oh, I don't know. That sounds that sounds gross to me, to be using my old t-shirts. No, I get you. I totally. that's where we get our rags. I totally, I totally, I totally with you. I'm I'm kidding here. Absolutely. Well, and, you know, we talk about, okay, so I'm seeing this stuff really state companies are putting out about, you know, improving the, this skill or that skill with, with honestly what I think is a bunch of crappy training, but that's my opinion. Uh, why don't you, why don't you go online and improve your cooking skills or, um, you know, learn, learn a completely new skill that has nothing to do with selling real estate, something that, that will maybe help in the community right now. I don't know. I mean, there's nothing wrong with improving your real estate skills. Don't, don't get me wrong, but guess what? The world does not revolve around your real estate skills. Let me ask you two, in, in the time we have left, uh, two questions. You have a column coming up for Inman. Is have we already covered it here, or what's what's the uh, what's the message, uh, or as we say in journalism, what's the nut graph? Uh, probably pause. Yeah, would be you know that 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 this this is a kind of a chance to recon well not re well consider your priorities and and you know the other the other idea I want to get across is we all have plans we all had plans you know I mentioned in my article I had plans and those plans were changed and that's how I got into real estate in the first place you know and there's an old Yiddish saying that's not in my article but. I mean, about how, um, you know, when we plan, God laughs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, so, you know, think about it seriously. My plans have changed right now. I'm, I'm sure I've lost at least half of what I planned had been saving up so I can retire when I'm 112. Yeah. Now I'm going to have to put that off till I'm 120, you know? Yeah, here in, here in California on the big freeway signs, the digital freeway signs, when I got back to California... It was the first thing I noticed. It's, uh, you know, protect yourself from the the, the virus, uh, go home, and then it says mm-hmm. less is more. And it, it used to be the campaign slogan back in the 70s of Jerry Brown. Yep. And less yep. is more, and it really does make you reflect on yep. the excesses that we were all participating in. And less yep. and more, what is it? It's what real estate knows well. It's relationships, it's connection, it's, you know, it's our fellow human beings. It's helping each other, in this case, saving each other um, in, a, in a weird sort of way, not to be Pollyannish, but it's kind of a beautiful time in that way, I think. Well, I'm, I'm kind of tired of the, uh, you know, life is going to be so much better and we're all in this together and we'll get through <laughs> this. But that's me. I mean, I, I tend to be that way anyway. Um, you know, I'm sure there's a silver lining somewhere, but I'm, I, I'm seeing that the su- amount of suffering that people are going through to get to that silver lining has already tarnished it for me. Yeah. Um, it, you know, if, if anything, maybe it will get people to think about the excess. You know, do you really need to buy new clothes all the time, or can you, can you go to the thrift store and buy something that's already used? Do you need to make your living by flying all over the country? My God, your har- carbon footprint is huge. It just isn't sustainable maybe now is a good time to rethink all of that stuff there you go Teresa hey um, tell me this anything Inman or the Inman community any last message or word to you got a big audience here and they love to hear from you <laughs> what, what 
the Inman community should do? Well, our listeners, you know, our Inman. What should okay. Inman do? I always love your advice. Well, you you know always what? give me good you know, advice. You know what, Brad? I think you know. I I just I'd like to see a, a little a little less focus on the real estate stuff and how to make money, um, and a little bit more focus. And, and maybe and you know, and I, I put this in, in a post recently too on your on the, the Facebook page. You know, there, there are members that are going to need help, and there are members that are going to be able to give help. We can't assume that because we have a real estate license, we're in a place where we can deliver documents to people and have things notarized and on and on and on. Some realtors are going to need help, and it's okay to ask for help if they need it. Some are going to be able to give help, and it's certainly okay for them to give help. So, I, you know, I just, I don't know. For me, I'll just, after a while, I just won't be engaged anymore if it's real estate 24 by 7. Totally great advice. We'll take it and uh, probably try to find a balance, but uh, you always nail it, Teresa. We love you to death. Thank you for being on this uh, on this Daily Dispatch. And to my Inman listeners, tune in to Teresa Boardman when she writes her Inman or her blog. And uh, and thank you all. And uh, hang in there today and have a, have a really good day. Thanks for having me, Brad.